The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Very excited to be joined in studio with one of my favorites, multiple MCMA award winner. He's got a show coming up in just a couple of days. Longtime friend of the show, Quentin Blair. Hello, Q. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You are looking fantastic. You've got a glow about you, a winner's glow. Uh, we'll say a couple of days from the MCMA Awards where you walked away with uh, three. Uh, really, really uh, congratulations. And I'm sure it meant a lot to you to, to win those categories. Yeah, it was a complete surprise in in a couple of situations. Uh, I think I was very honored to be considered by my peers uh, winning the, uh, the Faye Walker Songwriter of the Year Award. That's kind of one that's been... Uh, um, something that's kind of near and dear to me for, for um, I guess that's the honor of getting that kind of an award. So, You also picked up uh, Male Artist of the Year and Roots Artist of the Year, and I was joking with Carly back on Monday. Uh, when you're when it's all said and done, they're going to name it the Quentin Blair Roots Artist of the Year Award. <laughs> You've won it so many times. Uh, to be na- to be, of course, Male Artist of the Year. That's got to mean a lot to you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the kind of awards that are such a, a band driven type of award. Uh, like, you know, we're we're nothing without the time that they spend and invest into the project. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And it's like, you know, yeah, I'm the one that gets to stand on stage and accept the award. But it's like, I mean, there's guys that have played 100 plus shows with me. And those are that's 100 plus nights over the years that they're away from their families there. I mean, and a lot of times it's multiple nights that we're out and we're, you know, driving really tough road conditions or mm-hmm. getting home at three o'clock in the morning. And that's a it's not an easy slug. And so I'm very grateful to the band um, who kind of have been with me for a long period of time. And, you know, it's great that the MCMAs highlight, uh, you know, the bands and the highlight the the performers that are there, you know, behind the guys like yourself and uh, really well attended too. It's a, it's an event that continues to grow. And again, celebrating Manitoba artists, that's what it's all about. And I think that's part of been like, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe they've done this seven years minus probably two for COVID. So maybe it's been around five, six years with the live show um, because they took about a 15, 20 year hiatus because this was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, in the, into the late nineties, into the early two thousands, and then just kind of uh, fell to the wayside. But it's amazing to kind of see this community people come together. Number one, as an artist, uh, it's kind of like a big family gathering, a big family um, reunion of sorts. But then at the same point, it's such a connection point with all of the fans who attend. And I think it's kind of picking up traction for people to realize um, the great talent that we have in this province. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go, uh, what we're kind of working on. And when I, when I get to say I'm from Winnipeg, instantly people go, wow, that is an incredible location to be from uh, as far as other musicians go, as far as songwriters and artists go. And I'm, I don't take that for granted for a second because I get to see what happens in all these other places around Canada. And I think a lot of times uh, maybe we don't realize how strong we are right here at home. You know, uh, you talk about how many artists are coming out of Manitoba, which is amazing, but the fans in Manitoba love their music a little bit different than other places, and uh, look no further than Marshan, Manitoba, <laughs> home of uh, what's going to be one great show in just a couple days. Tell us about, or give us an update on what's going on on Saturday. Uh, it's got to be one of my favorite places to play in the world. Uh, the Marshan Community Hall, I think it's just because I hold so many memories, sort of, uh, they were one of the first uh, rodeo committees to hire me for the rodeo dance and then when they hired us it was just like we played the rodeo dance I think it seemed like every year for like seven years or something it was fantastic and so many friends there and actually going to those types of events is what actually opened the door for me to be involved in the ranch rodeo and and really got me into the team roping and all that kind of stuff so uh, on so many different levels that place means a lot to me but I think the thing that is the neat like like that blew my mind is is playing in Marchand and I started playing the song blues man and 
and they loved to do their line dancing. They used to have like a line dancing club that would meet once a week and Shay would run this thing out there and um, sure enough, they're line dancing to Blues Man and I'm like, holy cow, this that's a moment as a songwriter, as, as an artist, when people are connecting on that much of a level to go, we love this song so much, we're going to make a line dance for it. I'm like, holy cow, that is, that is an honor and a tip of the hat. So I can't wait to go back there. And the thing that I love about going back there, especially this time, is we're just going there and we're trying to get as many people in the door as we can. We want to raise money for the park because they've got to do some renovations on the park and, and rebuild the bathrooms. And I think they have to move the kitchen or rebuild the kitchen somehow. So it's a, it's a big project that they have to do, but that park services the community. The whole Southeast can really kind of come together there too. Um, and then plus the hyper local area of, of the Marchand community. So to go there, be a part of it, I'm just thrilled. So many friends there, looking forward to seeing so many, you know, smiling, friendly faces from the Southeast that I've seen through the years. And it feels like it's been, you know, two years, three years in the making because I don't think we played there the year before COVID and then there was two years of COVID. So here we are three years since we've been in Marchand. And and the guys, I mean, we've had some great nights playing there and, and they're excited to come back and play too. So It's going to be an amazing show that's coming up on Saturday. We may have tickets to give away because I hear it's uh, pretty close to a sellout in Marchand. Yeah, ticket sales have been really strong, which makes us really happy. But uh, yeah, I want to make sure that we can get uh, a couple people, a couple listeners in the door. And so yeah, we've got two tickets to give away and, and come say hi. When you when you win the tickets, come say hi so I, I know who won the tickets. <laughs> We're going to do that call to win in just a few moments. Uh, Q, I want to go back to what you said before though. Um, you know, as an artist and as a southeastern Manitoba artist, you're in a very unique position that you're not just playing shows for you, you're playing shows for other reasons, not just the audience, but for a community center. And that's rare. What does that mean to you that you're able to still do something you love while still giving back to communities in southeastern Manitoba? Well, I think it I think it just makes sense. I mean, and it's not even something that we do just in the southeast. We actually try to do this everywhere that we go. So, you know, out in out in Holland, they've got this beautiful um hiking trail system that's, you know, kind of hasn't had signage put up and people get lost when they go into the woods there. So you kind of step in and say, hey, let's put on a show and make some money so we can put signage up so people aren't getting lost in the woods anymore. That's probably pretty important. But places like Treehearn, they need a new liner for their swimming pool. Morden wants to do a big renovation on their museum. Like we try to like, it's so important, I think, as an artist who has a voice in the community, who has a voice, you know, a, a platform to use to say, hey, like, let's let's use this for the social benefit of larger communities than just say, for example, Hey, come to the show. Cause you might've heard me before. You might like my music. No, come and be a part of a, of a community project together. So that's kind of, we started that as an in for a mill campaign. Mm-hmm. Sounded like we were trying to buy a big windmill, but <laughs> I, and then that got shut down prior to COVID. We ended up replanning that two or three different times and had to cancel it each time. And we just, you know what, maybe that just wasn't supposed to be in this big, spotlighted format. Let's just go and play shows right now and let's just help other people out and and give us a chance to play and can reconnect with people that we haven't seen for a bunch of years, but at the same point, use that opportunity for the benefit of somebody else. Hugh, you mentioned windmills, and of course, uh, you got another show coming up in a week, uh, you know, also uh, named MCMA Award winner. Uh, the Morton Corn and Apple Festival picked mm-hmm. up a, a big award, which is uh, great for them. But you get to be out in that area again. Tell us about that show coming up in a week or so. Yeah, November the 18th. I believe that's a Friday night. We're going to play at Rocks Bar out in Morton, and that's kind of our uh, one of our regular locations to play at out there. We always have a fun time. And, and it's great, too, because you mentioned Corn and Apple Festival. Um, on top of that, too, you know, my fiddle player, Blaine Baduke, won Fiddle Player of the Year, and, and guitar player, Sean Borton, won Guitar Player of the Year at the MCMA. So it's uh, 
be a lot of hardware in that room there when we get to Morton. Yeah, plus your three. Boy, oh boy, everybody's uh, everybody's in for it. Now, i got a random question uh, because I love random questions. Uh, comparing the show to Marchand and then what you got in Morton, are there areas that like certain songs more than others? Like, is there like a go-to song in Marchand and then a different go-to song in Morton? Probably, yeah. But it's because Marchand is so hardcore OG. Like, those are the original like they have the first album and they call out songs from the first album. Like I didn't even know people still knew that record, but yeah, play, play, here we are, play 71. I'm like, man, I haven't played that song in, well, since the last time I was in Mershan, probably. So that's going to be uh, really exciting. But anytime you get to play your new song, which of course, $20 bottle is a big hit one, uh, you know, your songwriter of the year for it at MCMAs. Uh, that's the one that gets the party started no matter where you are. Yeah, that one. And then, like I said, in Marchand, it's also Blues Man. Yeah. And I wrote Wild Horse Rider about Marchand. So it's kind of <laughs> So like, those are the big three those in would be, Those would be the big three in Marchand. And then at the same point, Everyone Loves Time Keeps on Ticking. I know that's your favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. You know, it's it's because that's the song that started in the Southeast. I was playing at the, the Brass Lantern, and, and that's when the good folks from, from Golden West kind of approached <laughs> me and said, hey, like, we'd like to kind of partner with you and help you out in your career. And so, you know, talking to a, a couple of the members as I walked in here today I'm like you know I'm only getting to carry these awards and because you know I had people here that kind of said here let's help you along let's let's take your career to the next level and so you can't you can't put a stamp on how much that that means to a guy like me you know we had a we had a really great time doing those music minutes back in the day I mean we still get you in uh whenever possible which is always great to see you and it's been so much fun kind of growing up together in a certain sense absolutely uh, you know the morning show's gone a certain direction too with your help and it's been a lot of fun to kind of Keep walking down that road together and, uh, you know, walking down that road towards Marchand. Uh, how do you lay out a show for for Marchand? I mean, you talk about the hits that you know that they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Do you play them all in a row? Do you space them out? What do you do? Oh, man, it's so funny because I haven't written the set list for Marchand yet. Uh, and you know what? Just so people know, you put a lot of work into a set list because it's almost like telling a story through the set list. Yes, yes and no. Because... <laughs> The band laughs at me all the time because I'll spend this time and write the set list on how I envision the show going. Because it's like when you're when you're an artist on stage, you're, you're creating moments for people. So you can't just go hit, 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 and then you know kind of fall flat on something. You're just like I gotta I gotta bring them to the dance floor and then I gotta send them away and then I gotta bring them to the dance floor and I gotta send them away. So it's about having a dance, but it's also about having that artistic voice. So it's this, and then it's. The, so I can't tell you how many times and it's funny when this happens before even song one but you're know, like you know two songs in and you're like okay audible I'm changing it already and I got hand signals my hands are flapping <laughs> everywhere and I'm directing the band on what we're doing but but everyone laughs when it's like you know okay let's open with uh, call it small town Saturday night and then I step up to the, <laughs> the microphone and I you know think there's only two things in life to make it worth living and I play Luke and Bach, Texas <laughs> from Waylon Jennings and like the guys are like it's not even not even close Close to the song. I said, ah, just go with it. So we're, I mean, Haggard uh, traveled for his entire career without a set list. And he always kind of read the room. I try really hard to, to work the room and read the room. But uh, there's usually a starting point And the guys, they started uh, trying, they never actually enforced it. But they would bill me 50 bucks every time that I, I didn't stick to the set list. Every, <laughs> every substitution, every song. <laughs> I like how they tried. And you nipped that in the bud probably like 100 bucks into that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we are not doing that. Uh, talking to longtime friend Quentin Blair. Uh, of course, uh, 
you know, you, you got the memories in Marchand from going years back. And again, you love talking to people after the shows. And it, that's changed, too, in a certain sense, of course, with the pandemic. But uh, there's not as much opportunity to to sell what you, 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 were, you were able to sell back in the day. I mean, T-shirts, I think you still got those. I know I have a couple. Uh, <laughs> CDs have gone by the wayside. Most vehicles don't even have CD players in their vehicles anymore, at least the new ones. Uh, so how do you do with the merch side of things? Because that's an important part for an artist, too, is selling merchandise. It is an important part, but it's it's the biggest nuisance. Right. You got to carry like you got to have your shirts all rolled up and sized and placed, and you got to put them on a table on the side. And either you got to hire someone to man the merch table, and trust me, no band wife or girlfriend ever wants that job. So you have to find some either bring someone along or find someone at the venue who can do it. So usually, what we did for years is. We'd place the merch out and there'd be a tin and they'd just drop their money in the tin and they'd kind of hold up what they wanted. I'd, I'd do a little slow hip shake to tell them I, I recognize <laughs> the transactions taking place. And then all of a sudden you started getting to places where people were actually stealing merch. And they're like, what do you mean you're, you're charging me for this merch? You're charging me for a hat? I'm like, what do you think I had? Number one, why do you think I'm here? Number two, how much do you think a hat costs? And why would I give you my hat with my logo <laughs> on it? And you're not even grateful enough to come and say thanks for it, right? Like, so when you start running into that kind of stuff, and I actually had this happen one time. We were playing in, in uh, Mooseman. It would have been in Mooseman at the Uptown. And these two... People. Young young guys <laughs> grabbed my shirts and they threw it on, but I noticed that they didn't pay for it. And I stopped the show and I dragged them up on stage and I said, hey, look at these guys. Look at how great they look. These T-shirts, they're 25 bucks a pop, but they didn't put any money in. And I stopped the show until they paid me for the shirts. But stuff like that gets annoying. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we ended up kind of like in that moment kind of laughing. And now they still come to the show and they still wear the T-shirt. They're like, remember when you called us on stage? Like, remember yeah. when we tried to rob you yeah, and exactly. here's the proof? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of one of those things. It gets a little bit frustrating. It so, does. Yeah, right now I don't carry much merch only because it's just such a nuisance. There was a time when CDs were a major part of every show. You can Mm -hmm. kind of walk in and sell 20 CDs in a night. And as an artist, that makes the world go around. That's your gas money in the tank. That gets you to the next show. Now you just realize... That's just not part of it anymore. And it's like you said, though, it, it was kind of a nuisance. And now that's one less thing you have to worry about. Sure, it's one less revenue stream, but mm-hmm. it's one less thing you have to invest your time in because you design it. Then you are the one that has to kind of package it. And then you're the one that has to present it. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Sometimes you'd rather pay more to do less. And in this case, you're not making any money, but you're not spending any money either. Well, that's right. And the and the, the profit line on merch is so thin. Oh, yeah. So thin that it's like, is it worth it? You know, like... You know, because typically when you're ordering, like, I'm not ordering a thousand t-shirts. Like, maybe if you're bulk buying 3,000 shirts printed one way, then you can get them for a certain price. But if you're trying to buy, you know, 200 shirts at that price, it just, it doesn't make sense to do it. No. You know what? While I got you here, this is something that I give a lot of thought to. What is your opinion on people uh, who, when they go to shows, they, they, they have their phone up the whole time and they're kind of watching through their camera or they're watching through their Snapchat what is your opinion on that? As people maybe don't take away merch as much, they now want to take some sort of experience away, but do you think they're missing out on something doing it through the phone of the, ca- uh, the camera on their phone? I'm going to kind of go down the tra- Chad Kroger route of Nickelback. So Chad would say, and this is back in the days of like much music and stuff like that, so way long ago, when they were first coming up, and he pointed to the camera and he said, it's my job to communicate to that lens right there. I don't care what the my relationship is with the person I'm talking to. 
I have to talk to that camera because that is going to be what's shared to everyone else. So if people want to come and videotape it, I'll go and I'll grab the phone and I'll kind of take it out with me. I'll come in and pose behind their, I'll photobomb their photos for them. I'll do anything like that because I know that that's going out on their Snapchat. And let's say your average person has a thousand people that are on their, you know, their list or whatever. I know that that's what people are doing with it. So I'm fine with it. If you, if that's how you want to spend your show, all more power to you. I'll come and hang out with you while you're doing it. Because they're also posting it on their Facebook. They're posting it to their their social media platforms. Instagrams and that and, yeah. helps get an artist out there, especially when you tag the artist. And I think that's important, too, is I love if you're going to post tag. it, tag, yeah. right? I love it when they tag. I love it when they tag well. But, yeah, not everyone does. And that's fine. But but I definitely, I'll, I'll come out and hang out with you when you're doing that because I recognize the value of what you're actually doing for me. You got the show coming up in Marchand. It's going to be awesome. We've got tickets to give away. 204-320-1077. Uh, how many tickets we got to give away? Two. Two. You could yeah, you could say it. You I know. Showed, I just, you showed uh, two. But it's like it's like like a dramatic. <laughs> a pair of tickets pair to give tickets away to Marchand. Uh, the ultimate date night, we'll call it. Uh, huh. Go see the show with Quentin Blair. No food attached or anything. Just, well, just the gossip. No, actually, Gina is cooking her famous her famous kind of night lunch meal, so it's going to be fantastic. There you go. So it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Quinton Blair, thank you so much for coming in today. Always appreciate it. Uh, thank you again uh, for the tickets. And, uh, again, where can folks buy tickets in case they do miss out on this A free giveaway? Point. They're available online at my website, QuintonBlair.com. You can also pick them up at Stone Creek or Grunthal Auction Mart. However, it's also just easier just run it through on the online it's easy for us to track it as well so. they are going quick though and they so are running out of space it. which so is so great yes. go down and be a part of some really special night in Marsham, manitoba quinton blair and the all-star band will be there hugh thanks again always appreciate the time thank you buddy the country 107 morning show with dave anthony weekday mornings only on country 107